Astronomers call them active asteroids, and more citizen scientists are needed to help with the search for these space objects. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is doctoral student Colin Chandler from Northern Arizona University's Department of Astronomy and Planetary Science. Colin, you're currently recruiting thousands of citizen scientists to help with an ambitious new project called Active Asteroids. Tell us about this project and what you hope to accomplish. The name is referring to a kind of object, an asteroid that has a tail just like a comet does. It could also have a cloud of gas or something like that about it. Why we care about these things is that they can tell us about the present-day volatile distribution in the solar system, which means where there are ices and things that are useful for space exploration, meaning fuel or water or oxygen. And we also want to know about the origin of water on Earth. We don't actually entirely know where it came from. Some was delivered by comets, but we know that it's not enough to account for all the water that we have here on Earth. And so we want to know where there are other so-called volatile reservoirs, other places there could be water in the solar system and where it could have come from. And if asteroids turn out to be a viable option, like these active asteroids, then that would really help answer that question. But to date, there's fewer than 30 known. And so we are asking for the public's help for volunteers to help us find tales on asteroids so we can find more of these objects to study them. Why is it so unusual to find an active asteroid? Part of why they seem to be so rare is probably because they're observationally very challenging to find. They're pretty far away and they are quite faint. And it may also be that they are intrinsically rare and it just doesn't happen that often. The current estimates are somewhere in the range of 1 in 10,000. But again, with a number less than 30, it's a pretty small number to really make any big conclusions about. So in order to study them as a population, we really need to find more of them. So you're hoping to recruit some citizen scientists to help. How long do you anticipate that it might take to reach this goal to quadruple the number of known active asteroids? You know, we would have said longer, but our initial response already has been so overwhelming. The initial batch that we put up there, which was about 10,000 images, was completely analyzed, but it's the volunteer citizen scientists in, in less than 24 hours. So we were really pleased with this response. And We have another batch of images up there, and, you know, at this rate, we could be doing this in less than a year, potentially much less than a year, as the NASA citizen scientists continue to surprise us. Tell us a bit about what these citizen scientists actually do in this project. How intensive is it, and how interesting is it? It's not intensive at all, I would say. It definitely takes a human being to do it. If we could train computers to do it, we would go that route, and maybe in the future this will help train computers to be able to find these. But no expertise is needed at all, no special education. We have people from all walks of life that are volunteering, and so we provide a little training tutorial at the beginning. And, you know, literally you're just looking at an object that's in the middle of a small image on the middle of the screen, and, you know, do you see a tail or not? And you're given some other examples of what those look like during that little very short training to get you on your way. But beyond that... That's all it takes, and we've already had several successes, known active asteroids, so these are not new discoveries, but with systems finding objects in our data that are active. So we have a really high confidence that this can succeed. And where do all of these photographs come from? Are these from ground telescopes, or are they from the Hubble telescope? For now, we're only using a telescope from ground-based surveys from a specific instrument, which is called the Dark Energy Camera. It's from a four-meter telescope in Chile called the Blanco. It's a big survey that's been running for some years. It has a really wide field of view, so it can see a large swath of the sky at once. And it could potentially have hundreds of asteroids in a single image. 
and there's many of these images out there. So this is from publicly available archival data, and that's through the NSF NOIR Labs archive online. If one of our listeners is interested in getting involved, what do they do? All you have to do is go to activeasteroids.net. There's a button that says click here to get started. That'll take you over to uh, Zooniverse, the platform where this citizen science project is hosted. And I would presume that people can devote as little or as much time to this as they like. Is that correct? That's a very fair point. We have people that do a very small number of the call classifications where they say whether or not there's something that they see. We have other people that are contributing quite heavily. I and mean, we have some volunteers that look like they've done many thousands. So, yes, it's contributed as little or as much as you like. Of course, we're always happy when people contribute more. But we're so thankful for these volunteers. It's incredible. People really take the initiative to run with it. Colin Chandler, doctoral student from Northern Arizona University's Department of Astronomy and Planetary Science. Good luck with your project, and thanks for the time. Thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.